Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's time to meet our community, the Hispanic business community here in Orange County. Powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beale Applied Innovation Center. And today, well, we've got an old favorite of mine. I've frequented this place. Uh, we're all going to start singing the song. I think we got the YMCA with us today. Right? Thank you, Paul. And thank you, OC Talk Radio, for having us again. Welcome to our community podcast show powered by the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Senior Vice President here, John Gutierrez. Again, we have another special guest with us today, Mr. Brent Finley, who is the President and CEO at Anaheim Family YMCA. Welcome, Mr. Finley. John, thank you so much. Great to be here. Really my pleasure. Well, let me tell you, we were sitting here talking before the show, and there's a lot of just great things the YMCA, as we all know, is not only has done, but is currently doing in the community. And we're going to get into all of that. We're getting, we're going to get into all the great programs that the YMCA is doing and, and how they've become a partner, of course, of our chamber. But we wanted a little bit to get to know a little bit about you. We like our listeners to get to know, you know, who is Brett Friendly? How did you get to this situation or this position? Can you share with us a little bit about you, sir? Yeah, no, no. I think it all goes back to, you know, I grew up playing sports growing up in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, very active, you know, playing sports year round. Hockey ended up kind of being my game when you're under 5'11", you know, you're not going to play basketball very long. So yeah, a sports life growing up, very involved uh, in our family, uh, uh, my siblings, all very, very athletic. So you're oriented. very competitive. That's extremely competitive, but, <laughs> but I've learned how to lose many, many decades ago, So, but I still keep trying to put my best for, foot forward. But um, I think it maybe goes back to a sophomore year in high school career fair that I went to, and they was like, what are you guys going to do with yourselves? What do you you know, what do you want to be? And I remember uh, zeroing in, you know what, I, I think I'd like to be a, a high school coach, be it soccer, be it hockey, and be a, you know, an exercise physiologist PE teacher. So that was kind of my uh, my career path. And I uh, went to school, went to college and did my undergrad in biology and PE at the University of North Dakota. Nice. And continued on to grad school in exercise science. And so it was upon really my time at the University of North Dakota that I was introduced to the local Y in Grand Forks, North Dakota. And I was doing internships, field credit, part-time work there, learned all about the Y career and pathway, and it was probably the, uh, the director that took me under his wing as, a, as, a, as an early uh, mentor and really kind of laid the foundation for uh, what the Y career could be and would be. So that's, I think, kind of how I got my start into the Y with grad school coming past, I entered the Y full-time career pathway wise as a fitness director with the Midland Metropolitan Y in Midland, Texas. And so that's where it all started. And uh, now here today in, in uh, with the great Anaheim family YMCA for the last uh, 18 months. That's awesome. So would you say your parents played a major role in your life as far as, as you were growing up? Because I'm sure you see this a lot in the Y, right? Some kids do have their parents involved. Some parents are not as involved, right? Or some parents are just working a lot. Um, growing up as a, as a child, I mean, th does that resonate with you as far as now? Obviously, as a CEO and helping the community, you remember how your parents were involved or maybe not involved with you. Mm -hmm. 
is there a connection there? Oh, I think there's an incredible correlation. You know, my I, our parents were very involved in our lives, coaches, assistant coaches, uh, putting in a lot of miles in that old station wagon with the wood panel sides to get us to I remember those games. My dad had one of those. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, there you go. You know that you know that look you were you kind of hid when you got out of the car. You didn't want to be seen next to that car, but uh, hey, it got you. My, to they the called game my the dad's uh, truck the station wagon. I remember that. Yeah, the station wagon. I'm sorry, they called it the. Um, the stove, the stove, because it was so, in Espanol, they call it estufa. I viene la estufa, the stove is coming because it was this big truck, you know? And I remember us getting in an accident. It was the best thing ever because we were protected. Let you were tell safe you. all the way. You were safe. So, so growing up, you were... Um, you were this very competitive, and so you're saying your parents were very involved in supporting you guys. Oh, they, they were there um, every step of the way uh, without their influence, without their guidance. Uh, you know, certainly even educationally and really revered education and hard work. So, you know, those early, I think, lessons in life came from my parents. Uh, you know, work work your hardest, do your best, and try to do a little better tomorrow. But, and, and you're right, I think you've hit it, the nail on the head. There's so many families that we serve that I've seen over, you know, decades of why work where there's only one parent there's a, again a an, an family that's challenged for time and resources and and uh, and having you know again maybe having two parents involved in helping raise raise children and uh, so yeah um, certainly I'm you know have great gratitude for the role that my uh, my parents played in, in my life growing up and uh, I am today certainly well because of that without a shadow of a doubt that's great to hear you know one of the things that we were talking about when you arrived here at the show is even though you're in Anaheim you actually, that's your corporate office and you serve several other cities in the area. Can you share that with us about those cities, please? Yeah, we, we do share, uh, we do serve uh, a, a really a wide area, of really of the northern part of the county, uh, but our, our offices and our brand new uh, YMCA community complex is in Anaheim, but we serve parts of Buena Park, all of Cypress, La Palma, and Stanton. So, you know, 600,000 plus populations is a, is a big large 600,000 uh, wow. of people to serve in a variety of YMCA programs and so that's always on our radar uh, but we you know we originated in Anaheim but we're not only for Anaheim residents 80-85% of our program participants are coming from Anaheim but we are seeing you know kids uh, participate uh, in our programs uh, from you know from communities just as I mentioned but even some coming in from even from Whittier and uh, uh, Yorba Linda I think quality programs uh, are something families are looking for and so if we're doing our job well the word of the mouth gets out there that hey the Y is the place to be for youth sports or child care or summer camps aquatics gymnastics we we run so many different programs in all the very Various areas of that uh, of that five city uh, community uh, space. You know, I think that a lot of parents that are probably listening right now can easily say thank you, you know, to the YMCA because it serves um, such a huge platform of hey, I can leave my child somewhere that's safe, which says a lot, right? A place that's safe. They're learning something. There's a positive. There's great mentors there, right? Obviously, these are your employees or your staff or volunteers that are helping out. Share with us a little bit about some of the 
Uh, I know you mentioned the Anaheim programs. I know I've heard of the Anaheim Achieves after school program, which is a huge program going on since 1998. Correct, 1998. We, wow. We serve every day 5,000 plus children on the blacktops of, of 36 different schools uh, within the school districts that we're serving. So exactly as you as you noted, the families are looking for you know a quality after school time experience safe place, for their kids. A safe and place too. 100 percent safe. Yeah. Great you know great staff that really care about kids. And they know it. You know, it's not just a job. They are changing lives. They get they get a chance to work with these kids five days a week, and uh, we hope that these children are. You know, they're with us for for a reason till six o'clock. Yeah, school breaks, and there's so much that goes into the curriculum. It's not just hey, here's a snack and run around and chase the ball for a couple hours. We have a really a, a well established curriculum. And again, we've been doing this in the after school space, <clears throat> you know, since 1998 around the nation. Uh, the YMCA's collectively serve over seven. 700,000 children after school every day. So it's a real large... 700,000 children. Collectively. So wow. you would say child care is a big part of the why. And we branded uh, our after school program, Anaheim Achieves, when we began. And so you know, think of it, you know, it's the achievement of, the, of these children is, is the center of our programming and what we're all about. So, But you're also providing a lot of great jobs for people out there, a lot of your employees. What a great place to work. It's right? it's a great it's a it's You're making a, a difference in the community. Sure, absolutely. And and you know when we attract uh, uh, people to the after school uh, program positions, you know obviously we want staff that care about kids, they understand that they get a chance to really be an incredible mentor for these kids where we do hire a number of our after school staff come from the program so they they were in the program as as a youth, went on to, you know, college or or, or in a, you know a two-year school and so they're looking for this to be a career in education. So it's a great uh, it's a great pathway and a great step to you know other very important jobs. But you know, again, we have about 250 plus staff in our organization. A lot of our staff are part time, uh, but the after school program is obviously our largest concentration of our staff team. Well, that's good to know for people listening. For those of you, I know we have a lot of our uh, youth chamber out there that listens to us on our show. Aside from our members. Uh, or even our members, they may have you know children in college right now. This is a great place to look into for a job opportunity, maybe while you're in college or right out of college, right? Yeah, in fact, we even hire uh, lifeguards uh, at a younger age than that as well, and, and, and skilled instructors that that you know have that gifted ability to uh, showcase their skills, but also be able to articulate that to a, to a young child. You know, if you're teaching four-year-old, you know how to dribble a soccer ball, how to control it around cones, it t- it takes a you know obviously a special skill set, but more so that they they really want to be with kids working with kids so uh, we certainly encourage people to uh, check out our employment page of our website uh, all the time for updates and changes and and we go everywhere we're in in uh, just about any career fair that we can find ourselves with uh, we're constantly in conversation with our partners to showcase uh, you know the positions that we have uh, we have at the Y and so it's it's you know like other organizations that have had have difficulties uh, the last few years uh, we've certainly had you know our share but uh, I think we have an incredible organization to be a part of as an employee getting your start or if it's just a place where you, you want to be for the rest of your life I'm really blessed I've got a team uh, here in Anaheim that average probably 15 to 20 years of experience and so for me that was really attractive uh, when I looked at this position knowing that uh, the, this team knows it they get it they understand our families our operation and it lets me focus on you know some of the higher pillars of of the organization but great staff really is is a real driver of quality of all that we do and for those of you listening and uh, he did mention of course uh, job opportunities 
Definitely, you know, Google YMCA or local, right? Like maybe YMCA in Anaheim. Yeah, Google uh, Anaheim Family YMCA. Anaheim and, Family uh, YMCA, and they can find there the job opportunities and the programs, of course. Yep, all the, everything that we that we offer our special events. We've got a, a, a special golf putting classic that's really, really great for families uh, coming up in a couple of Saturdays here on the 20th. And then we have our, our golf outing uh, in August uh, where we actually play the longer holes. And so we have a number of special events that is just a great way to bring friends together. And uh, certainly we're raising some, some uh, very necessary funds to apply to our scholarship assistance so that no child or family is ever turned away due to their inability to pay. And I think that's really a unique element that still people don't know or maybe have not heard that the YMCA, you know, obviously works with that individual family on a, on a price for any program, be it a swim lesson, be it a camp, be it membership. So uh, with a sliding fee scale, uh, no one is ever turned away due to their inability to pay. So that's one of our, you know, hallmark statements about our organization. That's interesting. You bring up the golf. We do a lot of golf charity events. Either we support them through our chamber or of course we host ours annually every year. We raise, of course, funds for our Youth Chamber Scholarship Program. And I know that that one of the things that we're trying to get the word out more is more Hispanic kids to learn golf, play golf, because golf is also such a great business, you know, a sport, right? When you're out in the business world and you're networking or marketing, you go and you know do nine or 18 holes and you really get to know somebody and do business with them, right? So that's great to hear that that this is something that you've implemented at the at the Y. Yeah, our, our golf outing's been around for, for 25 plus years, and I think, you know, not only just as a, as a reason to have another fundraiser, there's obviously a lot of golf outings, but the ability to network, just as you said. You know, you're going to spend five hours out walking around with three other individuals. What an incredible opportunity is to, yes. you know, shed light on, on, on what you do and how you do it and how you can help each other accomplish, you know, common goals goals but just to you know that that bonding uh, effect is, uh, is is really really strong now for those of you that don't know the acronym for the YMCA it's from my understanding young men's Christian Association right well, you're, you're, yeah, that's probably the number one definition, John. As we talked earlier, we also, the fundraisers will love this. It's your money cheerfully accepted as YMCA. So, <laughs> Your money cheerfully accepted. And so for those of you listening, you can always look to donate and support your local Y because that's so important. I mean, as far as everything you're doing in the community with that, I know you have some really cool youth soccer programs, right? John, we sure do. We jumped into the really the what I call full-fledged soccer programming about 18 months ago when we opened up the uh, brand new uh, YMCA Community Center on four, 1422 Broadway Avenue, just a stone's throw uh, out of downtown Anaheim, right off Interstate Five. And before that, for you know, for decades, we were running just instructional-based soccer programming, you know, with a concentration of kids aged four to ten. So now we built six outdoor, state-of-the-art lighted turf soccer arenas and so our program has just taken off uh, the next uh, set, uh, league that we run we run our leagues in 10 weeks so two weeks of practice prior to eight game season so we run four of those uh, we're running those in, in four times a year now uh, analogous to our youth basketball program but 350 uh, kids playing so it's expanded rapidly and, and certainly uh, we all know the game of soccer has continued to grow in this country uh, the World Cup 
uh, comes to uh, you know the United Canada in 2026. So, you know, we expect by then, you know, it wouldn't be unlikely for us to have 1,500 uh, kids playing in, in YMCA soccer. Again, a great sport, not only because of it's it's very much an inexpensive, family affordable, but again, the group dynamics, the sports leadership, and a, a, you know, just an incredible number of virtues and values I think kids can can take away uh, if it's applied the right way from sport into life. Well, I will say soccer i mean it's just one of those sports where if you think about from a health and wellness standpoint it's uh, i know i was talking to a doctor the other day and a lot of kids coming out of the pandemic were dealing with a lot of health and wellness a lot of anxiety and all this and so i said what what are you doing to combat this with kids today and he said to be honest um he goes we just have them run we take them out and they do like cross country or they do some sort of running and so when you think of soccer from a health and wellness standpoint it's so good for these kids to get out you know get them out of the house get them off the video games and let them just run and sweat and hopefully make a nice goal and cheer and yell and scream and that helps you right it helps you from a health and wellness standpoint oh uh, yeah no it's an incredible game and just as you noted on the uh, the cardiovascular requirements to play soccer uh, other than maybe the uh, the uh, young lady or young uh, man that's in goal is not moving around quite as much but exactly yeah the, there's a there's definitely a fitness attainment that comes from uh, playing soccer even small-sided games to regular 11 v 11 mm-hmm. along with obviously the stop and the start so there's ex- some explosive work that happens so it, you know there's a strength building piece to that as well but I think importantly too, the transformational um, effects that being on a team and the team dynamics and yes uh, learning from others how to work in a small group or a larger group and how to deal with uh, those uh, those individuals that are in coaching roles or think of coaches as, as as bosses and leaders in organizations so you learn how to follow certain rules and guidelines and so I've always been a fan of the of the sports uh, dynamics that it can be applied into uh, the world that m- people will move into once they're no longer uh, in their youth years I grew up playing more football basketball running track as a kid but later as an adult we would play soccer with my uncles who were big soccer fanatics and i would go out in the park and um i didn't realize there's a whole strategy there's like a you have to always be in a in a, in a triangle when you're playing soccer because that's the the passing zone it's like a constant triangle 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 so i said to them man this is very uh, mathematical geometry kind of the triangle you know in basketball you had that with phil jackson back in the day with the bulls and i'm like i didn't realize there's a certain flow to soccer it's just another reason to play sports it's yes. also uh, there's an academia side <laughs> exactly, of it, right? exactly another application <laughs> so we talked about the soccer right we talked about, um, of course, you mentioned swimming. That's another great component that, I mean, so kids are learning how to swim, and then they're also like sports and swimming? You know, our, our app, or I guess our focus and concentration from an aquatics perspective is the learn to swim side. Okay. Uh, so we're not, we, we do not have a swim team, a competitive swim team, but we're leading aquatic programming, and so swim lessons uh, at five area pools. So, you know, in a given year, we're going to be uh, teaching 2,500 to 3,000 kids to, to begin to learn to swim, be comfortable around water. And we all know there's far too many bodies of water from rivers, lakes, oceans, yes. pools, water parks. So everywhere you go, there's water. So, you know, it's always been one of the aspirations of, of the of the YMCA to be America's swim lesson instructor and teacher. So it's one of the things we're known for, you know, gyms and swims. So we talked about soccer and basketball. And, you know, I always like to make a note, too. There's two great sports the YMCA is the uh, original inventor of. So basketball, James Naismith, we invented that game in 1891. That's 
right. We still don't get any support from the NBA or not enough of it and maybe some small YMCA markets, but that's a, obviously a, a great sports story and uh, you know how much Americana has, uh, has, has received from the game of basketball. But we also invented uh, volleyball in 1895, so not quite the same uh, level of, of uh, commercialism in, in, in America and in, in the world. But we do know with the Olympics coming in uh, 2028, the Honda Center will host Olympic volleyball, men's and women's volleyball. There'll hopefully there'll be a special little connection to the why there again being you know the original you know developer of the game of volleyball. That's interesting. And let me ask you this from a technological standpoint. I remember also there's there's probably a lot of computers and technology involved in some of these centers, right? Yeah. Oh, no. No question. I mean, if you if you're talking our after school programs, yes. uh, we have we have computers you know involved in because I know we know, do a lot of we've been talking about a lot of sports, which is great. But there's always those kids that maybe don't play sports or don't want to be involved in sports. But from a technology standpoint, I know that's big right now too, right? It is. We've uh, our after school, uh, high school, and our junior high school level. Uh, we have a very, very active, involved esports program, and so they've recently have had competitions. That's a big thing it, right now. It esports. Is, it is. It is it booming. Is unbelievable, and and some of the marketing and mm-hmm. and uh, job pathways that come from esports. There's uh, there's now NCAA scholarships in esports, and I'm learning more about it each and every week. You know, I'm I'm fascinated when I go into a room and I, I see the competitive and the working as a team it's not a you know they're not actually you know handing the basketball off to each other but there's definitely team dynamics and strategies and tactics involved in what they're doing so again just another great application and you know esports just really came into the the world maybe five six years ago so it's certainly you know a new horizon paul wanted to say something go ahead paul we have a show on esports called the esports connection okay and they principally focus on college and community college esports programs because UCI had the first varsity esports program in the country. Now there are universities all over the country that will offer you a scholarship to go play esports. Well, it was interesting. uh, A few years back at my high school, at Century High School, it's probably been a good, I don't know, eight years already, they built this esports kind of room. Arena. Arena, arena, yes. It's a room with computers. Yeah, and I went in there and I'm like, what is this, right? And they started sharing with me some of the ideas they had for the future and how they were going to be competing. And it was basically like an after-school sport, like a football, basketball. Absolutely. These are, you know, and they're going to... But what was really cool is they were eventually going to even involve, like, where they can earn points and credits where they can use that to buy some of their own, like a, kind of like a Bitcoin kind of thing. Like a, they can buy their own shoes and things that they want. It was pretty interesting. The 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 the, the whole project behind the whole esports arena. My nine year old grandson may not learn how to dribble a basketball well or throw a football like you did, <laughs> but he's sure going to be an esports enthusiast because he can move that mouse. He knows how to move and jump, whatever the game is, you know, the shooting game or the but, playing game. Whatever. So that's great that the YMCA is tapping into all of this. Yeah, no, it's been, you know, I think that's one of the real unique dynamic elements in our after school. I mean, we have 600 high school uh, kids that are with us every day, Monday through Friday, and those are kids that could go home at, that, at their age. They could be working part-time jobs after school, certainly some of them uh, will be involved in uh, in athletics at the local high school but this group of 600 collectively at the high schools that we're serving uh, they want to be they want to be with our program and we have some really really dynamic leaders and program staff that work with these high school age kids and uh, you know I, I when I first uh, got to Anaheim and I was touring and visiting all of our after-school sites I was really intrigued by our high school and, and our mid our junior high school program which are they're very atypical age groups 
programs for YMCA's to have or serve in the after-school time frame. So there's certainly, you know, the, the staff building the curriculum, working with the kids for, you know, having it very student-centered program, uh, programming per se. So it, it's, it's, I think it's one of the very unique elements of our Anaheim Family Y. What is next for the YMCA? What's the future? What do you what do you foresee as far as, you know, what you got going on in the community? You know, I, I think, John, there's uh, there's a number of things that I think our future is very bright, uh, you know, moving forward, looking forward. But our, our laser focus right now is completing the final phase of our of our capital development or our expansion plan at the new Y complex. So we have uh, about four acres of land <clears throat> that we have a land lease uh, from our great partner, the city of Anaheim. And again, as I mentioned, the six uh, lighted turf soccer fields are there. So we're going to expand and, and build out the balance of that campus. So right now we are in a in a capital uh, fundraising uh, program to uh, raise uh, approximately $15 million to do just that. So I'll, I'll share with you a couple of the uh, the amenities that'll, that will find their way onto that campus. Uh, the largest structure, we're building in a, kind of an outdoor field house. We've coined the term Airnasium. Hmm. So it'll be a, a covered uh, uh, three uh, multi-sport court, uh, you know, again, that will allow basketball, volleyball, gymnastics. Uh, uh, there'll be six indoor pickleball courts. Uh, That's big be, right now, pickleball. Uh, it's big. They'll it's be blowing up. Lining. So <laughs> it, it's going to be a huge, almost a 15,000 square foot covered, roof covered area, wow. lighted. And so we'll have programs going on from 7 a.m. till 11 p.m. Uh, simultaneously. We'll also expand our parking lot. Unfortunately, there's still that automobile that has to come to the campus and uh, and, and drop kids off and, of and so parking is obviously something we we will address with our expansion we're really excited as you just mentioned pickleball we'll also have six outdoor pickleball courts so we'll have 12 and uh, we see pickleball as a great way to segue into our programming with uh, um, older adults seniors particularly and that's not a group that we've really had a lot of programming with for the past 20 plus years so did excited. you just call me a senior because i like pickleball uh, <laughs> well, as John, as you know, it's not just seniors. Uh, I've got a, I've got a, 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 an early thirty-year-old son that plays it a, a couple of days a week uh, after practice with his teammates. So, yeah, yeah. It, yeah we have teenagers playing it. We have ten-year-olds playing it. So, it, it's definitely uh, uh, grabbed America's attention. I think the sport grew last year thirty-nine percent in one year. So, there's nothing growing as fast as pickleball. I, I got to tell you, I saw on ESPN where McEnroe and those guys they were playing a pickleball game for charity for millions of dollars and it was interesting to see these older you know obviously legends in tennis you know play the sport and and I had never played it to be honest but I was watching the rules how they gotta they can't step over this one line and, and you gotta stay out of the kitchen as yes they call yes, it, yes. Kitchen. and Macro kept getting mad because he would step on it you right? know <laughs> gotta play by the rules John <laughs> and he would like you know yeah. but it was it was really interesting to see how um you know the the sport is evolving as far as like you know just marketing right massive it, massive growth in the yeah, country yeah. Uh, you're seeing more pickleball I've, and i've noticed this here even in orange county the number of fundraising events that are pickleball centered you know, golf yeah. golf uh, outings are, are maybe, I'm, I'm not saying they're going to go by the wayside, but I think pickleball has intru introduced another way to bring people together to fundraise and, and certainly have a great, great Fundraising's time. Fundraising's big in pickleball. I, I, I recently really did a fundraiser. I was supporting on a committee for a fundraiser for a high school in Santa Ana, and they did a pickleball tournament, and the gentleman who brought the idea to the table 
had been doing tons of them in Newport Beach. There was like a whole world of pickleball tournaments, and it's like huge fundraisers. Right. We've heard some early indicators that it may be a demonstration sport at the at the LA 2028 Olympic Games. Wow! So yeah, I mean you can see where it'll grow globally. Sorry, Paul Olympic keeps sport. wanting to get a word in here. I'm sorry. Sounds like another fundraiser for the Orange County Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. How about <laughs> hey, pickleball? We'll, we'll bring, yeah, when Come we on. get these things, we'll get these courts built. We'll uh, you guys can be our second fundraising event. Uh, we'll bring you on as a friend. Pickleball reminds me of when I was a kid playing handball you know it's such a quick fast or racquetball when we're kids you know but because it's so small let me tell you talk about good eye and hand coordination which is great for Alzheimer's or dementia right sure me being in healthcare that's something that ping pong helps you with a lot right Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. and so pickleball is just man Johnny on the spot I think that's one of the attractive elements of the sport it's it's not that you have to cover a lot of space especially if you're playing doubles but you're still stepping you're moving and you have that hand-eye coordination and Mm -hmm. you know one element as 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 uh, people do age getting into their 60s one of the correlations for trips and falls is they lose their ability to pick up their feet and and plant them and, and regain balance so i think exactly. you can see you know great tenants that uh, uh playing pickleball is is a great way to live healthily and and your well span you know in, you know well into your you know hopefully your 90s you're still playing pickleball at the ymca now of course <laughs> well i'll tell you what we want to be a part of your grand opening ribbon cutting we want to be there the day this all launches because okay. it sounds like it's going to be an amazing uh, growth in the center itself, right? It is, and you know, the uh, final couple of uh, unique uh, elements on the campus, we're gonna be building a, a 5,200 square foot program center, so there'll be classrooms and multi-purpose spaces. Wow. There'll be a concession area, of course, you know, storage, but and a space for uh, drop-in child watch, so families that are coming to the Y that have a, a youngster that, you know, isn't involved in that in that sport or that practice or that uh, clinic, if you will, is a place where that uh, <clears throat> child can be while the old Older siblings are playing you know a game or a match and then uh, the final element that we're adding to it is we're adding a uh, athletic sports and conditioning training center so there'll be a 4,000 square foot space we're working with the Parisi School of Speed which is a, a national probably the the number one ranked or looked upon um, entity to provide strength athletic and, and speed and balance conditioning for athletes and and even kids that, that want to go into uh, archery or uh, martial arts or you know not I was gonna say MMA fighting but, you know <laughs> well, let's call it boxing Yes. Can stand to uh, uh, to gain uh, you know some of those edges to uh, to be a better athlete and maybe have a chance to uh, you know play on club level teams at the highest level of whatever their sport is or even earn a you know earn a scholarship and uh, and, and become a, a college athlete so something that's missing in the Anaheim area so we're really proud to bring this additional element and it certainly ties to uh, kids playing sports but you know even that you know kid who's not an athlete can certainly improve their um, you know improve their speed their balance and their certainly those performance elements so it's going to be a great addition to our why here and hopefully uh, we'll be having this uh, ribbon cutting ceremony uh, as late as December 25 or maybe January 26 so that's kind of our timeline moving forward from fundraising and uh, and our construction phase but we could not be more excited John to bring this to uh, the Anaheim region and uh, we think it's going to be a just a real hub center of activity and something that people look for when they choose communities to live reside and and even open up small businesses you know what what what's in it for me besides my work life what else can I do to enjoy life so we think that's going to fit very well into uh, that life formula well go ahead Paul you had something I just got to say pickleball esports this doesn't sound like my dad's or grandpa's YMCA anymore here well and again I want to say personally uh, as a Hispanic um, kid growing up 
these after school programs were huge for us. Our parent, my dad was hardworking landscaping worker, was day and night out of the home. Having a place to go as a kid, having a safe place to go as a kid, right? Kept us off the streets, away from the gangs, the drugs. The impact you're doing in the community is beyond what people realize, I think. And and you mentioned something earlier today about how you, you're the one that has to go out and do the fundraising. So with that, Mr. Brent Finley, I'd like to say thank you for, for working so hard with your team and fundraising and continuing to grow these programs because it's not just, hey, let's go out there and have fun. There's a lot. It's an army that, that works hard to put all this together. So thank you for that. No, no, it's our pleasure. And certainly, you know, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say how important our volunteers are in, in every aspect of our operation, from our uh, from our incredibly strong, talented uh, board members to our, our youth sport coaches and assistant coaches and uh, volunteers that want to give back, that uh, that want to help kids in mentorship roles. So if you have extra time on your hands and you really uh, are, are interested in, you know, in, in how you can give back, we have opportunities for you. And certainly I think that uh, that makes our, our work uh, uh, go around at, a, at, a, at the most appropriate clip is when we have a dynamic group of volunteers integrated with a group of staff that really care about the community. That, that's the formula that I think is magical uh, you know, in a, in a Y setting, but uh, um, I'm just very humbly uh, grateful to be a part of it here in Anaheim. Well, thank you for coming out to our show. 30 minutes goes by so fast, but I think we covered a lot of good information. If anybody wishes to learn more about, of course, the Y in Anaheim, please go to the website, uh, link into all the programs, all the expansion, uh, uh, job opportunities, uh, mentorship opportunities, uh, volunteering, um, and, and, and we wish you all the best. Any way that we can help you, support you as a chamber, we're here for you all, and hopefully we can bring you back, or we, we'll take the show on the road and and show the venue once it's all you know it's all set up let's do one live on the campus let's Absolutely. do that right that'd be fantastic <laughs> well thank you for being here again folks mr brent finley president and ceo of the anaheim family ymca we appreciate everyone listening in to our community podcast show powered by the orange county hispanic chamber of commerce and please continue to follow us on instagram ochcc or on facebook at the orange county hispanic chamber of commerce page Paul, take it away, and uh, we'll see you all next week again. Well, there you have it. One more great reason to tune in each and every time. Don't miss all the members of our community, like the Anaheim family, YMCA. Right here in Orange County's only community radio station, OC Talk Radio. Streaming live from our studios here at the University of California, Irvine's Beal Applied Innovation Center.